0: Only on three CR eight five five AM Digital and three crorgau Let's cook, 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 cook. let's three CR eight five five AM Digital three crorgau AU and on demand out of the pan with Sally on a Sunday afternoon for the first time, or if you're listening by other means. Uh, 3CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the original inhabitants and we pay respects to elders past and present including LGBTIQ original inhabitants um, who include sister girls and brother boys we acknowledge their unique contributions to diversity on and around the land and out of the pan is the show covering pansexual issues knowing no boundaries of sex or gender and um um, welcome to listeners of all genders, including but not limited, to ladies and gentlemen. Lots of ways to get in touch with the show. Um you can email if you're still I think there's three of us still doing that. Um, I'm so I'm so two thousand and eight, aren't I? Out of the pan eight five five at gmail.com. You can text six one four zero one zero seven eight nine eight one. You can tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. And you can look for me on Facebook, Sally Goldner, and or the Out of the Pan three C R eight five five A M Melbourne page. Well, um, a huge um, got a couple of big things to talk about this week. I've had a um, great week out there on the community hustings, so to speak. I'm Going to talk about some custody issues. Um, some amazing developments this week, um, uh, but I want to talk about those in detail um, in the middle of the show. But a wonderful development to start my week off. Monday doesn't have to always be, um, um, you know, sort of um, nasty. And Monday evening was wonderful because I went to um, go to the launch, um, the book company launch of Finding Nevo. No, not a book about a tropical fish by any means um this was finding nevo nevo seasons um book and there is going to be a more public launch um, I've got to say right off the bat um, on the 11th of May so that's this Thursday at Readings down in Ackland Street St Kilda at 6 o'clock there'll be lots of performance and all sorts of stuff um, with the fabulous Mama Alto um, Fury performing Danny Boy um, so lots of non-binary stuff hashtag binary busters happening there and well I have to say I had um, a part of the launch. I was sort of doing an introductory speech to hand it over to Nevo, and they are just an amazing, amazing person. Finding Nevo with the subtitle on the cover, um, now available at all good bookstores by um, Walker Books um, and Black Dog Books. Um, How I confused everyone, (laughs) and well, look, you know, I know that that's obviously met with massive amounts of humour, and it can be a confusing journey too. Well, discover your true self when it comes to gender, sexual orientation, but even breaking down gender, of course, gender identity and gender expression. Um, You know, it's not, um, of course, we all all know on this show, it's not binary. Gee, you better tell um, the Murdoch, 95% of the Murdoch media that. But um, it can be challenging because society wants to lock us into boxes. We start with, you know, how... Um, We're assigned at birth based on our body on the um, 30-second birth ward check. Look at body. Is it male? Is it female? And lots of assumptions flow from that. And then if your body looks different on the outside, some um, part of experiencing intersex, or um, it can be, in a way, even worse. But I'll just leave intersex aside for a second. So if you're someone who is assigned male at birth, it's assumed that um, you're going to identify as male. That's how you'll see yourself, express yourself on two levels, both outwardly in terms of clothing and appearance, and we'll say subtly in what are called masculine ways for right or for wrong, and sort of parallelish or mirroringish ish for someone assigned female at birth, like female identity, feminine expression. And Nevo has had to work through all of this in 21 years, which is pretty damn awesome, um, Granted, I didn't, I'm thinking, and I think that says something in itself. Yours truly as a middle-aged pan, chalk in the pan, or pan in the chalk or something. Um, Of course, didn't get to start till 29 when there was some degree of connection. And I think I had thoughts about this during the week. In one sense, you know, it's great that you can get it all sorted. And I look at people, say, like Georgie Stone, who seem to have most of their gender stuff sorted and have had lots of support as a person, which is, of course, Incredibles, Um, um. But I still also think, gosh, 21 years. Should anyone really have to go through that, you know, just in their first 21 years when they're trying to live their life? Goodness me. And yet Nevo has done it, which is very mega-awesome source. Um, One day, I suppose, when we have a society that doesn't assume anything just because you have a certain body at birth, it doesn't instantly classify anyone. It doesn't assume that... um, Also, of course, um, it'll assume males are heterosexual and only attracted to females... And there has to be probably some policing of sexual and romantic attraction in there as well. And, you know, females only attracted to males. And it's sad that we have a default setting in the first place. We obviously can't change how a body emerges, but we shouldn't be assuming anything. And, you know, as much as, um, you know, and for intersex people, that body, if it's perfectly healthy functioning, does it matter that it doesn't fit someone's expectations of what a, in inverted commas, male body is or female well, nevo has to although not intersex i would um as um i would add sort of works through all this in this autobiography of twenty one years um and looks at lots of stuff beyond their own journey um looks at family um chapter three is misogyny for beginners um I'm not a box or so chapter eleven, which is why we opened up today um with um pretty fly for a rabbi from Al yankovic who i think is a nice jewish boy running with scissors is the album and of course the track originally pretty fly for a white guy um and sorry apologies nevo i couldn't find a non-binary jewish song for you if anyone knows of any uh, let me know um but anyway um you know nevo talks about faith in chapter 11 and so this is you know, it's obviously everyone's personal story is their own. No no question of that. Um, you know, you can't tell someone else's story. But I think the fact that you've got all these issues in here um, in such a current way, you've also got glossaries and resources and suggested readings, I'm pretty conservative and cautious. I'm going to say this book is a must read. Now, I have no financial interest in it whatsoever. Just obviously a lot of emotional attachment to the book. It just covers lots of things that trans and gender diverse people across the kaleidoscope need to know. And well, to quite a little bit of what I said on Monday night, we often say, well, if it helps one person get a bit better about their whole journey, um, then that's a good thing. Well, it did that before it was launched. I I occasionally believe in these novel concepts of preparation and research, and did decide to read the book before making a speech about it. And there was one little bit for me, I've battled a lot with my body due to, um, and not so much the size or the shape or the, well, I'll call it, say, the sex slash gender of it. Um, as someone who was bullied remorselessly for how I played sport, partially in an all boys school, so there's some gender issue, but also some trigger warning ableism. Um, Um, and, um, and, um, yeah, um, I was told that because I couldn't play football and cricket well enough, I have one left eye weaker than the other, I have uh, found out it affected me more in secondary school, one leg shorter than the other, um, you know, sort of, um. Um, You know, I was called things, excuse again, trigger warning, unco, things like that. And for a long time, I've struggled with my body and how it works. And this has been a factor in my unwillingness to exercise because exercise of any sort, even something gentle as walking or just going for a swim in a river or a beach, often and mostly brought up all that trauma. And on page 43, um, and this is quoting Nevo, I've constantly struggled to have a healthy relationship with exercise to shift my mind from focusing on losing weight. Yes, I'm worried about that. Um, the body mass index isn't everything. I'm you know, sort of about seven kilos over that. Um, to focus my mind from on losing weight or even gaining muscle to Exercising for happiness. I'll say that again, exercising for happiness. And isn't one of the basics of life to be happy? We don't always get there. But, um, yeah, um, it's just that's given me a huge light bulb, and that's before the book was officially launched. So we can't just say if it helps one person, because it already did, and I think this book will be beneficial to lots of trans and gender-diverse people everywhere, even, let's say, if you're not Jewish. It can tell you a way to reconcile your faith with who you are, and that could cover any faith, um, religious belief, or um, belief in higher powers or none at all, or points in between because we're non-binary. So it's awesome. So um, in the words of a well-known Australian arts um, commentator, do yourself a favour. Hi, Molly Meldrum, if you're listening, and read this book. Um, And, of course, it'll be great for families. That bit's covered as well. For allies, it's got to get into school libraries everywhere. Um, Just absolutely awesome. And I've had a message come in on the um, text, 61401078981. I would love to ask Nemo yourself some questions about trans and the body, and I can be contacted on... Um, such and such a number, which of course I won't read out on here. Thank you, Bernadette. Um, Bernadette, if you're on other means other than text, I'm sure if you put a friend request into Nevo or to me, we can work something out. Um, if you want to ask some questions, if you're comfortable, naturally pop them through to me on text now and we'll see if we can um, answer them for you. But Nevo has been doing the proverbial media circus, uh, circuit, circus, could be both. We'll talk about this media circus, I think, in the next segment on another topic. I want to talk about custody issues, and that can be a circus um, when it comes to how media treats it. But, um, Bernadette, as I say, um, I'm happy to try to put you in touch. Um, Also, as I say, if you are on Facebook look for Nevo, or maybe you can get in touch via the web or something. We're sure we can work something out. But as I say, if you want to ask questions, and of course if anyone does, um, pop them through, um, by all means, um, this coming, uh, um, during the show. And we'll see if we can, see if I can answer them. And if they are questions for Nevo, I can forward. um, um, Then, um, um, sorry, if... um, we, if I can forward them on to Nevo or whichever we can, we will work it out. Um, so um, there it is. All right. Um, let's have a track now from Emma Wall from the live album of the early 2000s. And, um, well, it sort of links both. It links Nevo's story with, well, um, talking about custody next. Um, and, um, yeah. This is a track called What I've Become. 3CR, 855amdigital3cr.org.au Out of the pan with Sally. I spent the evening with the radio Regret the moment that I let you go Has your subscription lapsed? We want you back. So Spend more than the evening with I us. Unite with us. Subscribe to 3CR and get excited. Call 9419 8377 or donate online, 3cr.org.au. And let's get back together. It'll feel so good. And we're still talking about revolution. <clears throat> 3CR, 855 AM digital, uh, 3cr.org.au. Um, and um, on on demand, out of the pan with Sally. Um, and, um, yeah, um, we just heard uh, from Emma Wall what I've become. Well, um, Nevo has become themself. But uh, other people end up in certain situations, get to where they end up in a minute from the 2004 Emma Wall live album. Um, Bernadette's come back with some questions, which this will be challenging. Reading, this is spontaneous live radio, people of all genders. Um, In response to the idea of the gender binary, if we try to eliminate the idea within one sect of the community, where does that leave the others? Um, And... um, well, as humans, we are not binary. Wouldn't it be better to teach non-binary constructs for the broader community to eliminate or at least increase awareness of education of the binary construct consumerism wants to adhere to this false idea of masculine and feminine, the opposite of honouring the body rather than as product of what constitutes fake feminine and masculine, thanks Bernadette. Well, look, I, I think there's a lot in there. And I think, um, you know, something to go back to something that Nevo said on Monday night, Let's not assume something from the moment someone's born, I think, would be a good start. And certainly, let's teach um, about non-binary. And I have a few friends and colleagues who work in early childhood and... They don't care if people who, to use our language, are assigned male at birth want to play in tutus at kindergarten or, um, you know, if, um, you know, the assigned female at birth people want full access to Lego, of course. So I think it is getting there. It's just I remember something my politics teacher told me way back in what was then called HSC, now year 12 in 1982, um, so, so, um politics reflects society with a 20-year lag. Well, and it sort of comes in here that it's starting and people like yourself, Bernadette, I agree right on to it. And I agree we're not binary. This whole concept that, you know, please excuse almost, I say this in a very deliberately exaggerated way, ideas that men can't cry and women have to be passive and can't be assertive. Please. You know, of course not. We're all bits of everything and also what we want to wear. Neva um, mentioned about the outer that form of gender expression, people feeling comfortable. There's also a great clip on the Q Lives page about Diabolus, um, whose expression, outward expression, is non-binary, but it's also, as I say, these subtle or intangible aspects. Certainly we need to be teaching that. I think that the um, ads we see on TV, the Respect program, which show the... Um, You know, the young sister being having the door slammed in face by brother and how that then translates through and how we need to stop that from the start is a good start. So, yeah, anything that can get rid of the the binary, yes, let's knock it off. Um, And because nothing's really in a binary, and, of course, this affects bi people, and it falsely affects intersex. Everyone thinks intersex is right down the middle in terms of body. Well, it's not, but it's still different from male or female and it doesn't it certainly can't help if we just trap people into either or thinking um i find it bizarre that people can deny the existence of intersex or just deny it away when it exists <laughs> it's visible tangible in a way even if you have to have a chromosome test or whatever so as for consumerism well look yes i think there's a fair point in there too you know we still don't really see that many ads with two males or two females and a couple, and when we see a respectful polyamorous ad, I think, um, well, no, I won't go so far as to say I'll vote right-wing. That's really pushing it. But, you know, yes, can, you know, this whole model of 2.4 kids, is that really what it was? No. Of course, we had tribes of grandparents, aunts, uncles, pibblings and nibblings um, prior to the 1950s when consumerism took over. So I agree that consumerism's a problem as well. Um, and also within that, of course, ideas that sell makeup to females or cars to males or whatever. Um, and the thing is, um, you know, ads that um, advertise cars to as broad a cross-section of the, for example, not that I support consumerism, but if they did advertise, well, aren't they going to tap into a niche? So, yeah, lots in what you say, um, Bernadette. And, yes, don't do social media, sensible human. Uh, <laughs> yes, um, but, you know, I suppose to be serious, Facebook does fall into the Batman philosophy, so long as it's used for good and not evil purposes, Robin. And, unfortunately, that's not always the case. Well, um, during the week, I had a... Well, it was a contrast, wasn't it? Monday night, there I was at the Nevo launch. And then Tuesday, I spent the day... Um, almost literally, by the time I got home, um, sort of out in um, um, regional Victoria. I'll keep this pretty de-identified. Myself and three of my colleagues from Transgender Victoria went on a tour. No, not of wineries, nothing of the sort of a regional um, custody centre. And, yeah, okay, we had a look at, you know, walked around the outside of facilities. Um, Interesting, something that came up for me last year was um, how people... See minorities as sort of laboratory rats um, in a way. And um, when I had the situation last year of a, psych- a, a Masters of Counselling student who ranked Transgender Victoria to, um, because they wanted someone to, believe it or not, practice on. Um, Um, and I posted about this on Facebook, people said who used to work in housing and homelessness said they wanted, they had approaches from schools wanting to tour a homeless person's um, hostel room or something. I mean, heavens to Betsy, is there no sense of empathy anymore? And so certainly we didn't go into anyone's cells. We looked around the outside as best as we could in the slightly chilly winds. but I think that that was really to me. I suppose it sets a scene. It's, I'm someone who likes a sort of helicopter view, but the real um, meat of it all came after lunch. Um, my Myself and my colleagues met four, um, I will say, trans and gender diverse people in custody. Um, And they are trying to do advocacy from the inside with virtually zero internet access. I'm talking, not using social media. Well, they don't even have internet. So they've got to write, remember those things called writing letters. And of course, they've probably got to be screened before they can go out and all that sort of thing. And we were amazed at what they were trying to do from the isolation of within custody, writing letters and that sort of thing. I was just blown away. But here's the big one. Um, Someone who's just come into the system Is going to be in for probably at least a decade on minimum sentence. Came out to the entire prison population. So this is someone who's assigned male at birth cannot really transition and um, has come out. Well, I'm not, you know, any individual obviously it's their decision to come out, and I would never force anyone on a leave custody aside for a second to come out. But it just makes you wonder. Um, How amazing that is. When I was visiting some youth facilities a few years ago, you know, the information I got from talking to workers was that people were just even scared to take a brochure or something because even if they hid it as well as they could and it was found, they'd be in deep um, deep risk if they were um, LGBTIQ. And so the fact that there is at least an informal LGBTIQ network of prisoners that is meeting relatively openly within this particular custodial setting blew me away. So, um, a remarkable scenario, remarkable courage. Um, we've, you know, naturally said, look, what can we do that might make it easier for you in, um, systemically seems that, surprise surprise, there is some bureaucratic confusion about what trans prisoners can and can 't have and all that sort of thing we 'll hopefully be able to iron that out um, and make it consistent so one person you know if one person 's told one thing and another person 's told another and they go and talk to each other um, that 's obviously going to create issues so it 's in everyone 's interest to iron things out half far well we won 't say straighten it out on this program. Um, But amazing courage, amazing determination, amazing resilience. But it's like anything, connectedness helps. So there's that connection within the system that the trans and gender diverse and rainbow people have each other. And um, also now a bit of more connection to us on the outside. Um, I want to make something clear. There's been lots of amazing people doing work um, in the custodial setting for LGBTIQ people, whether they are rainbow or allied, Um, Kaz Gurney, um, a lawyer who looked after a trans prisoner um, in a more personal advocacy rather than a systemic advocacy way, 15 years ago and fought bureaucracy to get better policies. A lot of her work is in the recently released um, corrections policy on transgender, diverse and intersex people in custody. Um, Also Sharon Dev Singh, a great lawyer And I played the Do and Time promo Because obviously Pete and the crew from that show Have done amazing work highlighting injustice in custody on lots of levels Um, And you of course tune in to Do and Time every Monday afternoon on 3CR um, From um, 4 o'clock So incredible stuff Um, Very moving, very empowering, very energising So well done to all those people um, in there we're here in spirit with you. We'll try to keep um, working on things. Obviously, your priorities come first. Some people might say, well, why don't we get a, a letter-writing sort of pen pal thing going? Well, you know, that, but is that what? We've got to, you know, look at what the pe- the queer people in custody want and need first, but absolutely blown away. Um Fighting for justice, well, um, just while we're in the middle of the show today, um, lots of people doing that um, because we're having lots of May Day marches. Um, Of course, May Day was the first, but this always happens on the first Sunday in May. Um, Assemble at 1pm at Trades Hall, Victorian Russell Streets. There's a concert after the May Day march, which is what you're assembling for, and then there's also the Victorian Trade Union Choir. And which and they've performed on May Day marches for 25 years. Um, Sorry to use that immortal Bert Newton joke, they've been singing for 25 years, and boy, are they tired. Seriously, amazing work! So, lots of amazing people out there. And got to say that um, you know, sometimes custody issues people get all chest thumping law and order. Um, And I was thinking of a certain newspaper, well, um, just to prove that um, you can get a range of views, as I was again, doing this novel concept called Preparation. Um, Letters to the editor in the Sunday Herald Sun. Um, Prevention better than cure. Um, Someone called Michael Doyle of Ashburton, don't know anything about them, um, goes on about, um, you know, sort of um, um, says that, um, you you know, there's all this talk about numbers of police. Well... You know, it's interesting how people fall for this. If we have more police, this will prevent crime. Well, it won't. The crime's still going to happen, no matter how many police respond to it. And, you know, it's amazing the Herald Sun actually printed a letter with the heading prevention is better than cure because we don't do that. And then along came today's, an article um, that's in The Guardian Malcolm wants well-funded and fair government services and we have those we might have a chance of preventing some crime for those that um, who have fallen on various hard times for whatever reason I'm not saying that we can condone crime but let's let's try to prevent it now why do we always hear about police numbers being the solution let's see well one of the strongest advocates for that is the police union Now let's see if they have more numbers, that's going to be more membership fees, more organising clout, more political clout, yet we never hear about that in um, certain newspapers or certain commercial radio talkback stations, do we? Hmm, maybe then we wouldn't have issues for LGBTIQ or other groups in custody. Lots to think about. All right, um, let's roll it along and let's just chill back after all of that thought-provoking stuff with Midnight Oil, and um, a track from the Blue Sky Mine album of 87, and of course they're back on the road after so after um, a 14-year gap, and let's chill out in the country, which is always a good thing, under the stars of Warburton. 3CR, 855am, digital, 3cr.org.au, um, and on demand. Out of the pan with Sally. 3CR, 855am, digital, 3cr.org.au, Blue Sky Mining, Midnight Oil, and... Um, and was the album and stars of Warburton um, one of um, its midnight all moved through a sort of more acoustic period in the um, late eighties, early nineties. Um, another message from Bernadette um, quote: At birth, recognizing the biology of the body as the body is important for function and life. If Um, Trans people do not honour their own body for its biological sex, they are honouring the consumerist construct that dictates a fake, non-genuine idea of masculine and feminine, which of course is wrong as it reveres the dollar, not the body. Why adhere and strengthen this false construct? Construct, End quote. Let's try and analyse that. Um, Certainly we need a a healthy functioning body, but I don't agree that trans people, trans and gender diverse people do not own on their own or um, honouring a consumerist construct um, by not um, sticking to the societal assumptions. We just need to be ourselves. I've never heard anyone say, well, I affirmed a different a gender identity and or expression different to expectations because of consumerism. We did it because we need it to live because it's who we are. So I can't I have to be honest with you, Bernadette. I can't agree with that one. Um. And I think that's beginning to put ideology, a um, reverse ideology, um, and that's really not going to um, get us anywhere, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, I'm as I say, I'm no fan of consumerism, I can tell you now, but I also think that we need to make sure that, um, you know, the first we understand the trans people need to be ourselves, and we don't do it for any other reason. You know, know, we're often told that we do it to invade women's spaces. I've never met a trans woman yet. who said, well, I need to transition because I need to invade a women's space. And it comes back to just need to live in a holistic um, way that includes the body we need to be and also our emotional, psychological and spiritual health. Um, Really no other reason than that. Um, That's where it comes from. So, um, yeah, um, plenty to think about in there um what else has been in the news well um um, on a queer front um in the last few weeks we've had the announcement of the lgbtiq government grants um an interesting um range of results great um declaring an interest obviously transgender victoria getting a grant very pleasing to see that will be something that will be highly beneficial great to see OI australia get it but of the well, various subgroups of the community, nothing for bisexuals, which is of concern. Um, Obviously, something needs to be looked at there, and the lack of um, visible bi representation at higher levels is also an issue for bi people in Victoria, particularly when we have a government that claims to be an ally of, quote, the LGBTI community. That was Daniel Andrews at an event after the um, apology for um, hope for same sex convictions on gay and bisexual men um, uh, last in May last year, coming up for a year ago. Um, yet we still, to my knowledge, have not seen one by specific measure in Victoria, even in this so called golden era um, of LGBTIQ. Um, you know, sure, there's been lots of things happen, but you know, we, it seems to be that we're ignoring the inequity within the communities. Um, So a bit of an issue there and doesn't seem like there's any strategy yet to deal with it. Um, I've heard of people from disability backgrounds, youth, uh, multi-faith, multicultural who don't feel there's enough going in there. So a bit of a Houston there's an issue going on there. Um, Not really sure what the answer is. How do you communicate with people who don't seem to be listening Um, The much-vaunted Pride Centre, there were concerns about that, and some of the smaller groups are still yet to have a meeting three months on. Hmm, getting to be a bit problematic. Anyway, um, you know, hopefully, you know, it does, I suppose it will depend on whether Labor gets re-elected. Obviously, the thought of a coalition government at this state level will end up like Sydney, won't we? Um, you know, which is just canned safe schools because they're going to introduce a comprehensive anti-bullying program, which they already have anyway. So, obviously, don't believe the spin of the New South Wales government. Um, wonder if New South Wales can really, um, to be honest, claim to be the lead, or Sydney, claim to be the leading LGBTIQ city anymore. Um, there's, there's a controversial one. What do you think about that? Let's, um, uh, maybe we need some piracy. And last week, well, I um, only got time to play a bit of the track called Gay Pirates. And just I suppose we should clarify what is a pirate? It's about $3.75 nowadays. Someone still has to do those Bert Newton jokes. Um, anyway, let's have a listen to um, Evan Westall's uh, West Falls track, Gay Pirates, and um, have a bit of discussion afterwards. 3CR, 855 AM, digital, 3CR.org.au. Out of the pan with Sally. 3CR, always bringing you the latest union news.
1: They're coming after us at
0: the moment. They want to get rid of penalty rates, the big push from businesses. They want to get rid of all the things that you and I have fought for. So there's tens of thousands of jobs gone, contracted out, to sham contracting arrangements. On 8.55am and on the web, 3cr.org.au. Wasting time in the unemployment Mayday Workers' Day celebration, Sunday, May the 7th. Join us to protest the anti-worker policies of the Federal Government and the drive to war by the US Administration. March with the unions, Aboriginal organisations, community and ethnic communities and others. March from Trades Hall, corner of Victorian Ligon Street, Carlton, 1.30pm, followed by a speakers platform with entertainment, afternoon tea and a concert. Sunday, May the 7th, Trades Hall, 1.30 start. The May Day Committee is a 3 CR supporter. Now the lessons of the past were all learned with workers' blood. And Three CR eight five five AM digital three CR dot org dot au out of the pan with Sally. Prior to the messages we heard from Evan Westfowl and from the Gay Pirates EP, you can go to Evan's website evanwestfal dot com um, and get that if you like, or um, it's on CD Baby, as so much stuff is. Um, Good bit of fun there, um, you know, having a look at some masculine and heteronormative stereotypes. Had a nice conversation with Evan after receiving notification of um, Evan's work. Um, My um, unlikely dream, if lottery numbers come up, is to have a Southern Hemisphere residence in Australia and a Northern Hemisphere one in Canada, Um, He is from Canada and um, says that um, his boyfriend loves Australia, so if they win the lottery, they'll come and visit. We'll have to do an interview, Um, but obviously it will depend on the time of year. Something like that, anyway, we can dream. Um, So, yeah, good to see that, Um, and I'll have to have a listen to more of the music over coming weeks. Um, Lots of things coming up. Once again, um, we just um, heard it. um, It start assembling at 1 o'clock at Trades Hall for the May Day Rally. Um, and um, it gets underway at one thirty, so um, get onto the TARDIS and get there in time. Um, and, um, yeah, lots of things coming up to mention, apart from May Day celebrations. Don't forget, um, Gavril and um, Meredith were in um, from Carers Vic last week. Don't forget to go to carersvictoria.org.au and complete the online carer survey, um, particularly for LGBTIQ people. Of the standing events um, coming up, you can be sitting down at the poly discussion um, this Tuesday, the 10th of May, um, 7.30, um, at uh, the Terminus in Clifton Hill. And for transgender diverse people, the Anxiety Discussion and Support Group adds ADS value um, in Carlton. Um, look at, Go to TransgenderVictoria.com um, for more information. Bent TV this Friday and Chains for the Kingsters um, on Saturday. And also for trans and gender diverse people, yet again, Seahorse Club of Victoria um, with its usual monthly meeting in the inner east. So that's some of the standing events. And I'll start doing the subliminal um, sort of work um, because... um, uh, um, a radiothon is coming up. Um, gets underway in June. This show's radiothon is on Saturday, June the eighteenth. So um, I'm just doing my um, counts. There's the seventh, fourteenth, twenty um, eighth. That's about six weeks away, um, counting on um, the thumbs of both hands or something. And um, so we'll need. To, I'll need to start talking about that. But I'm putting it subliminally in your mind now. Start looking down the back of the couch for all that um, change that you haven't used, and get it to us somehow in some form but Radiothon is a common. Well, if you're a first-time listener to the show, thanks for tuning in. Um, if you're a long-time listener and a long-suffering listener, you'll know that um, this show is a fan of pansexual classic rock, knowing no boundaries of sex, gender or genre, and um, I've been known to play The Eagles. Well, I'm not doing that, but I'm playing a cover version of a track that um, to take us out today, um, And that is the Gypsy King's version of Hotel California, because we can. Thanks for tuning. I don't know how you say thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'll catch you next week in Spanish. But thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'll catch you next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.